Hello, welcome to Otakada Podcast, featuring weekly motivational and inspirational stories for the Marketplace Series 12 of 52 on School of the Holy Spirit Training Part 1. This is the introduction series, so this is March 4th, 2020. You want a full copy, you go to the blog link on otakada.org and you have all the contents in there. At Otakada, we bring you over 2 million contents for all-round success for your spirit, soul, and your body, all in one place, Otakada. As we engage the marketplace as ambassadors of Christ, according to 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21, never before has there been a need to be led by the Spirit of God than it is now. But before we continue, I just wanted to say a word of prayer over this content and over you, listeners, and over myself. Spirit of the living God, I thank you for a time such as this. I thank you for who you are in our lives. And I thank you for the privilege and opportunity you're given unto me and unto us to be able to discuss the issue of understanding the workings and operations of the Holy Spirit. Spirit of the living God, I ask that you sanctify us, sanctify our spirit, soul, and body so that we will be sensitive to what is being said. We align on our, our minds and our thoughts and our spirit to this word with the intent that at the end we will be transformed in our walking with the Holy Spirit. Thank you for in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. You should realize now that as we race towards the end, activities in the realm of the Spirit continue to be heightened because, of the, because the destiny of the human race hangs in the balance. Our ministry of reconciliation cannot be done on human wisdom, intellect, tactics, or strategy, devoid of the power and the working of the Holy Spirit. As Christians, we should realize that we are spirit with a mind, using our bodies as containers to execute. As Christians, our spirit has joined with the Spirit of God at conversion. To be motivated in the body, you and I understand that we have to first be motivated in our spirit. The spirit is the one that energizes the body and the soul and the mind. The spirit then communicates to our spirit and this to our minds and our minds instructs our body to take action based on the instructions sent to us by God's spirit in us. But for lack of understanding and knowledge of the working and ways of the Holy Spirit, some of us have either ignored or grieved the Holy Spirit. As a result, our sensitivity to him has died or he has chosen not to lead us any longer. Remember Genesis chapter 6 verse 3, where the Lord said, My spirit shall not always strive with man, for that he also is flesh, yet his days shall be an hundred and twenty years. You will realize that this series on the school of the Holy Spirit will help heighten your and my sensitivity and working with our best friend, who is ready and willing to help us be all that God has called us to be and to do. At the end of this series, some of us will begin to dream dreams with more clarity and poise. We will be activated in the realm of visions again. We will begin to pick up promptings, voice flows from the Holy Spirit and interpret them accurately what the Holy Spirit is saying to us, the churches, so that we can be effective in the mission field of life. I have a few scriptures that I would like to uh, highlight as we, as we uh, deep, uh, dig deeper 
into this topic item. And um, the first reading is taken from 2 Kings chapter 6, verse 17 to 20. I'm using the uh, New International uh, Version. It reads, And Elijah prayed, Open his eyes, Lord, so that he may see. And the Lord opened the servant's eyes, and he looked and saw the hills full of houses and chariots of fire all around Elijah. This was a story where uh, the servant was fighting because there were Syrian armies all surrounding them. And it was imperative that the servant, for him to forgo fear, to realize that the forces that were for them were more than the forces that were against them. And so Elijah, to encourage the faith of the servant, prayed that God should open the spiritual eyes of this servant. And he did. And that's the account there in 2 Kings chapter 6, verse 17 to 20. The second reading is an account in 1 Samuel chapter 3, verse 9 and 10. Um, Therefore Eli said unto Samuel, Go lie down, and it shall be, if he call thee, that thou shalt say, Speak, Lord, for thy servant heareth. So Samuel, a small boy, went and lay down in his place. And the Lord came and stood and called as at other times. Samuel, Samuel, and Samuel answered, Speak, for thy servant heareth. He's a small boy. God called about two, three times, and Samuel could not recognize God's voice. One would have thought that God would shut out and, and just keep quiet or uh, give some sort of a, a explanation to the young boy who doesn't understand the workings and operations of the Spirit on how to perceive God's voice. One would have thought that, be, but because there are protocols and processes in the realm of the Spirit that we need to acquire, if we don't take those, we will begin to uh, miss critical information that the Spirit of the living God wants to pass to us that will help us in our pilgrimage journey here on earth. And so we see here that Samuel was instructed by an older priest, Eli, who, had, uh, who uh, was able to uh, give him instruction on how to begin to activate uh, the dialogue with um, our Heavenly Father. And that's the account we have in there. It's imperative that we know how to activate the communication between us and our Heavenly Father. It's a spirit-spirit communication. It's not flesh-spirit. It's spirit-spirit. And we need to learn those processes. That's why we're starting this series. In Acts chapter 10, verse 9 to 13, we also see an account here where uh, Peter was praying off the roof. And the reading goes, About noon, the following day, as they were on their journey and approaching the city, Peter went up on the roof to pray. He became hungry and wanted something to eat. And while the meal was being prepared, he fell into tra a trance. He saw heaven opened, and something like a large sheet being let down to it by his, its four corners. It contained all the kinds, all kinds of four-footed animals, as well as reptiles and birds. Then a voice told him, "Get up, Peter, kill and eat." And 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 others. We will be able to uh, uh, we will be able to know when the spirit of God is speaking when our human spirit or a contrary spirit are at play in each and every situation. Our decisions will be spirit-led and not by emotions or vicissitudes of life. We can see here that Peter understood that it was the Spirit of God that was speaking to him. But there was a dialogue going on here in this uh, discussion. I encourage you to, to go up and, and read all that in context. Context. 
we will make available this series will make available activation prayers that will increase our spiritual alertness not just that we will learn how to dialogue with the holy spirit in real time so i encourage you to stay with us through this series but before we begin we want to highlight some fundamental foundational scriptures or stories as follows with comments so here are the motivational and inspirational stories the holy spirit has worked Number the first one is that the Holy Spirit at work in the baptism of Jesus. We want to see this Holy Spirit. Where, where in scripture can we find him? Where can we find him at work? And so we highlighted some of them, not all of them. And uh, in Luke chapter 3, verse 21 to 22, it reads, When all the people were being baptized, Jesus was baptized too. And as he was praying, heaven was opened. And the Holy Spirit descended on him in bodily form like a dove. And a voice came from heaven. You are my son, whom I love. With you, I am well pleased. So the Holy Spirit led Jesus to fast. That's the second account. Okay? And it's Luke chapter 4, verse 1 to 2. Now Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, left the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wild. For 40 wilderness days and nights, he was tested by the devil. He ate nothing during those days. And when the time was up, he was hungry. We see also another account. The Holy Spirit was upon Jesus to declare his purpose, which he has passed on to us, his ambassador. So this is a commentary of the first, uh, or the first one, or the first uh, 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 reference here. Then the second uh, reference is in Luke chapter 4, verse 16 to 21. God's Spirit is on me. He has chosen me to preach the message of good news to the poor, sent me to announce pardon to prisoners and recovery of sight to the blind, to set their burdened and battered free and to announce this is God's year to act. He rolled up the scroll, handed it back to the assistant and sat down. Every eye in the place was on him, intent. Then he started in. You've just heard scripture make history. It came true just now in this place. So what are the comments? The assignment is in five parts. But the church of our day has settled comfortably for the first assignment of preaching to the detriment of others. And sometimes we don't even care to involve the Holy Spirit in the selection and declaration of that message. And hence the lifelessness in our messages. We must take the assignment in totality and ensure we are led by the Holy Spirit so that it can have lasting fruit. So this is the first uh, comment we have on the Holy Spirit. Second is Jesus promised us the Holy Spirit to be with us and guide us into all things. And this account is written in John chapter 16 verse 12 to 15. I'm reading from the message version. And I read, I still have many things to tell you, but you can't handle them now. But when the fruit friend comes, the spirit of truth, he will take you by the hand and guide you into all the truth there is. He won't draw attention to himself, but will make sense of what is about to happen. And indeed, out of all that I have done and said, he will honor me. He will take from me and deliver it to you. Everything the Father has is also mine. That is why I have said he takes from me and delivers to you. So what's the comment here? There are some truths Jesus did not unfold unto us while he was here because it was going to be the Holy Spirit that was 
to point them out to us as we engage. There are so many strange things happening in our world today that we might not find satisfactory answers to the weary soul by the Holy Spirit, but the Holy Spirit is alive and well within us and will guide us, guide us in uh, laser blade answers. When we give us laser blade answers, we can't get anywhere else if we open up to Him, acknowledge Him, and fellowship with Him on a consistent and continual basis, giving Him first place in our lives. Nothing He will not unfold unto us, as in the secret place He is gentle and He needs to be acknowledged. Second account, the third account, is the Holy Spirit promised by Prophet Joel in the last days. In Joel chapter 2, verse 28 and 32, here is the account. And that's just the beginning after that. I will pour out my spirit on every kind of people. Hear that. Your sons will prophesy. Also your daughters, your old men will dream. Your young men will see visions. I will even pour out my spirit on the servants, men and women both. I will set wonders in the sky above and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and bellowing smoke, the sun turning black and the moon blood red before the judgment day of God, the day tremendous and awesome. Whoever calls help, God gets help. On Mount Zion and in Jerusalem, there will be a great rescue, just as God said, included in the survivors are those that God calls. Praise the Lord, somebody. And also the promise fulfilled at Pentecost in Acts chapter 2, verse 14 to 21, when Peter gave an account, I, I read, that's when Peter stood up and backed up by the other eleven, spoke out, spoke out with bold urgency. Fellow Jews, all of you who are visiting Jerusalem, listen carefully and get the story straight. These people aren't drunk as some of you suspect. They have had time to get drunk. They haven't had time to get drunk. It's only nine o'clock in the morning. This is what the prophet Joel announced would happen. In the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit on every kind of people. Your sons will prophesy. Also your daughters, your young men will see visions. Your old men dream dreams. When the time comes, I will pour out my spirit on those who serve me, men and women both, and they will prophesy. I will set wonders in the sky above and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and bellowing smoke, and the sun turning black and the moon blood red before the day of the Lord arise, the day tremendous and marvelous. And whoever calls out for help to me, God will be saved. Another account is the Holy Spirit at work in the lives of early apostles in making mission critical decisions. And I read from Acts chapter 13, verse 1 to 5. Here beginning the reading. The congregation in Antioch was blessed with a number of prophet, preachers, and teachers Barnabas, Simon, nicknamed Niger, Lysias the Syrian, Manian an advisor to the ruler Herod, Saul. One day, as they were worshipping God, they were also fasting as they waited for guidance. The Holy Spirit spoke, Take Barnabas and Saul and commission them for the work I have called them to do. So they commissioned them. In that circle of intensity and obedience, of fasting and praying, they laid hands on their heads and sent them off. Sent off on their new assignment by the Holy Spirit, Barnabas and Saul went down to Cilicia and caught a ship for Cyprus. The first thing they did when they put in at Salamis was preach God's word in the Jewish meeting places. They had John along to help out as needed. 
comment. We can see here that as they gave room to God in fasting and prayer, the Holy Spirit spoke. Also notice that the brethren were addressed based on their spiritual office given and identified at conversion. If we do not want to be engaged in fruitless labor, the Holy Spirit has to be the decision maker. It's the error of the Holy Spirit. The only condition God allows his people to perish is for lack of knowledge. If you read Hosea chapter 4 verse 6 says, My people will be destroyed because they have no knowledge. Your priests have refused to learn. So I will refuse to let you be priests to me. You have forgotten the teaching of your people. So I will reject your children. Also in Job chapter 36 verse 12, English Standard Version reads, But if they do not listen, they perish by the sword and die without knowledge. In Proverbs chapter 10 verse 21, English Standard Version, also read, The lips of the righteous feed many, but fools that die for lack of sense. So, what are we saying here? We need to pray. We need to pray that the Holy Spirit will become active, living and active in us, influencing our every decision. Not just dormant, not just uh, uh, quenched, uh, not just griefed but active. So we're going to say prayer right now. Prayer for the stirring and outflowing of the Holy Spirit in me. Dear Holy Spirit, so you repeat after me. Dear Holy Spirit, I acknowledge your presence in me. I'm sorry for times I had ignored you or grieved you. Forgive me as I repent and make a commitment to be sensitive to fellowship with you daily and to obey your leading henceforth. I ask that you be stirred up and be reawakened in me like river to overflowing today and cause your flow to cause me to be refreshed and to refresh others that you lead my way today and always. This prayer I have prayed based on the promise made in your word in John chapter 7 verse 37 to 39. The last day of the feast came. It was the most important day. On that day Jesus stood up and said in a loud voice, If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. If a person believes in me, rivers of living water will flow out from his heart. This is what the scripture says. Jesus was talking about the Holy Spirit. The Spirit had not yet been given because Jesus had not yet been raised to glory. But later, those who believed in Jesus would receive the Spirit. And Acts chapter 1 verse 8. Okay, in Acts chapter 1 verse 8. I receive you today in fullness in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 For the Lord God Almighty reign. In concluding. Follow this link to get introduction to Otakada Content Guide. It's right there on Otakada. Also, if you have questions on the Holy Spirit, there are also links there on Otakada that you can, uh, you can pick up. If you missed the, the last post, you can also find them there on the Plan of Salvation. It's right in there. And you can also find links, my books on, on Amazon and uh, a few other places. We pray for you that you experience all-round success this week and beyond as you are led by your closest friend, the Holy Spirit. Shalom. Monday, Ogwajo Obe, e-discipleship at otakada.org. You can reach us on info at otakada.org or uh, you can reach me on uh, telephone as well, via telephone at plus one, 302-268-6313. Uh, repeat that, plus one, 
302-268-6313 or plus 234-803-283-5348. Thank you so much for listening and the Lord bless and keep you. In Jesus' name. And uh, stand by for the next series 13 on, uh, on the School of the Holy Spirit, part two. Take care. Bye-bye.